Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. God help us all. The Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast is about to begin. The Medicare podcast for those who hate Medicare. Keeping it real, really, really, really real, Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is another exciting, thrill-packed episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. And as my Canadian nephew may have told you, my name is Doug Jones. I am your Medicare expert for whatever period of time it's going to take to get you through the Medicare morass and into the beautiful land of Medicare bliss. The reason I like to do that is because it puts a smile on people's faces when I can help them deal with this Medicare confusion. And the way I help people deal with the Medicare confusion most often is by encouraging them to buy and read my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. If you go to barnesandnoble.com or if you go to amazon.com and type in that ad, that uh, book title in the search window, once again, that's Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. Don't forget the numbers, assuming you're listening to this in 2023. You will find several editions of the book available for your purchase, all the way from the very inexpensive Kindle ebook version to the very pricey but certainly well worth it hardcover edition. That's a museum quality piece that's suitable for gifting to your friends and loved ones that may be approaching Medicare. And it is also suitable for reading over and over again. It's a very durable piece of work that um, will stand up the, to the test of time. Uh, you could pass it around the neighborhood. Uh, I got a, a, a message yesterday from a new client who said, I was so impressed with your book that I bought three copies and passed them out to my friends. Well, I was so excited about that that I uh, <laughs> I just uh, was beside myself. But it points up the fact that I think many people that are approaching Medicare are going to find something really worthwhile within the, the uh, short but pithy confines of my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. Speaking of pithy things, I have a gentleman sitting across the screen from me who often makes uh, pithy contributions to this podcast. His name is Randy Carson. Let's welcome him. Hello, Randy. Hey, Mr. Jones, you're looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed today. Uh, well, and so are you. I have to ask what the Green Dragon t-shirt is all about. Oh, what does that commemorate? Well, thank you for asking. This is the green dra it's a t-shirt from the green dragon inn in boston whoa tell me and about that those of you on the podcast from boston will know that the green dragon inn is a very famous inn 
It's down in around Fan. I I don't know the name of the area all that well, but uh, it's around Faneuil Hall. Down, I mean, if uh-huh. you're from Boston, you'll know where it's at. But yep. according to the history of the Green Dragon, and this was where people that were uh, dreaming up the way for us to get out from underneath British control and you know handle the revolution. This was where their secret planning place was. Was well, then the I Dragon I think Inn. I've been there. I think I've been there. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it sounded kind of familiar. Well, the thing is, I was born into the John Hancock. I was, uh, you know, basically the day I was born uh, was uh, many decades into our family's association with the John Hancock. Uh, so I was uh, branded right on my butt the day I was born. And um, as a John Hancock person, I was sent to Boston many times. And one of the things we would do is go out drinking with the, you know, home office types once they were through trying to cram knowledge into our heads during the course of the day. And we spent some time around Faneuil Hall. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in that area. And the Green Dragon sounds very familiar. I was brokenhearted that my favorite Boston restaurant, uh, Durgan Park, had closed down for good. I guess COVID got it. It was a magnificent uh, prime rib steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. With a sense of humor. They delivered excellent steaks with a sense of humor. But uh, now I know why that shirt kind of hit me as a, like a familiar gem, because I believe I've been there. Well, I did not. I, for some reason, I didn't buy one when I was there, but I eventually found someone who I, you know, through a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, uh-huh. lived in Boston. So, you know, I eventually acquired one through a circuitous route of friendship. Uh, and I really, I really treasure this because uh, it means a lot to me. Well, you're a technical guy, so I really feel stupid having to tell you this, and you're going to feel stupid having to be told this. But there's a this thing out there called the internet, and I'll oh, bet you, really, I'll bet you, if you go to if you go to greendragon.com, <laughs> you'll you know find you're probably have, right. You know you're the, probably right. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to go look now because I need several more. Um, but I love this shirt. I uh, I eventually acquired it, as I said, through a did I say did route. I say inter did I say intercom? Uh, no, I think you said internet. I hope I did because if I said intercom and I listened back to it and I didn't correct myself, <laughs> I'm going to feel really stupid. Hey, Doug, it's not the intercom. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did learn a, a piece of a piece of information the other day or a technique to get problems solved that I have to share with people. I don't know how often this comes up and it's kind of frightening that it did because I grew up like everybody else with telephones. You and I've talked about the kind of phone service you had out on the ranch. And I, I had in our, you know, suburban rural uh, area of Wayne, Illinois, when I was growing up. And, and uh, so what did I do? I, you know, like a moron, I went back and bought a house in Wayne, Illinois, and because it's such a snooty area, it's cost me like five times the time, the amount of money it should to rehab no the thing. Still no phone, right? Well, no, because <laughs> I didn't realize that it was going to be a problem. I have my my technical guys ready the other day when the direct TV installer showed up and when the telephone installer showed up, one of the things I wanted was the uh, internet. I've searched all the internet uh, availability. And of course I live in a black hole. And so uh, they have a, a 50 megabyte service that they call Uverse. What an unfortunate name that is. And it's, uh, 
it's the best choice for me living out in the woods. And so I had that set up. And then the, my technical guy said, he wants to know about your telephone service. What do you have for that? And I said, well, I, I've got a telephone number I've been using since 1975 after I moved back from Tucson. And um, I've been paying for that every month. So I want to put it into the house. Well, come to find out, you got to call the AT&T number. Well, when you call the AT&T telephone number that's been in use ever since electricity was invented, that's ATT, you know, for you or something like that. Yeah, you yeah, wind yeah. up talking to you wind up talking to somebody in Chechnya or someplace. And it's really frustrating because, you know, they have fake made up American names. Hi, I'm Bob and stuff like Hi. that. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's everywhere you go. Oh, what's your name? Bill. Yes. No, it's not. You, you are not Bill. Tell me what your real name is. <laughs> exactly. And they're always one syllable. And so yeah. I have spent, I spent a lot of time on the phone and they finally said, you can't install underground copper wire at your house and you cannot have your telephone number. It's got to be a different area code, different exchange. And I just, I blew my stack and I slammed the phone down. So yesterday I said, I'm going to start the day off by finding out how I can fix this problem. Make a very, very long story that took up most of yesterday short. I discovered the aging and disability department of AT&T. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you pretend you're deaf or you're senile, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, turns yeah. out they'll connect you with somebody in America that can actually help oh, you solve your problem. Sweet. It was fantastic. So I got a hold of a guy named Eddie, and Eddie couldn't understand why I was calling. And I said, well, you know, really, here's the problem. I've had this number. I'm so nostalgic. I don't want to have Eddie, my- Eddie, I can't remember any other. I, I'm, I'm halfway down Alzheimer's Road here. I need yeah. that phone number. <laughs> if I don't get that phone number back, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll be in a nursing home. I'll be, you know, I won't be able to call home because I won't know the number. And Eddie took about 45 minutes, but he worked on that problem. He kept coming back saying, I'm still working on it. Don't worry. I'm uh, I'm guaranteed success here. It's just going to take a while. So it was uh, pretty cool. And I said, so he Eddie, got it? yes, he did. Well, he says he did. Now, here's the thing. My representatives have to be, uh, have to go over to the house and plug in a telephone because it's all wired up. Everything's all wired up. The copper wires come from the pole back in the woods, yeah, underground yeah. to the house. All that stuff is done. If that stuff hadn't been done, would have been big problems. But the uh, wiring is all done. All they have to do is flip a switch in some building somewhere. But the act of Eddie getting them to flip that switch to turn my number on at that address was massive. And uh, it was a failure. Uh, the activity was just frustrating as all heck when i try to get it done so well, let's hear it for eddie well we'll see now we, we gotta get up in about a week theoretically it's going to be on at the house and i'm going to have one of my people go over there plug the phone in and see if he hears a dial tone if he does then i'll be able to conduct business at the house because i'll be able to talk to people but mostly i'll be able to fax that's what insurance companies want to see if you're dealing with paper well, applications they yeah. want to see them faxed without they're a landline they're still faxing huh absolutely well, that's oh my God. lawyers. Lawyers will tell you that's the most secure way to transmit information and documents. Well, it, it, yeah, I agree. It is. Um, I have to agree on that so, particular point. So I got lucky. I met Eddie and then I, I tried to trick him and he saw this one coming down the pike. I said, Eddie, let's suppose that I've got another problem and I need help. Um, it, how would I get a hold of you? Oh, just call here. Anybody that answers will be able to help you. I said, okay, where's here? 
uh, you know, just, just dial. And then he gave me the main AT&T switchboard number. I said, that's where I started with days ago, you know, led to frustration and anger. I said, give me a direct line, Eddie. Uh, well, that's the number they told us to use. I can't, and then he hung up. <laughs> so I'll Eddie. never talk to Eddie again. Eddie, I want to talk to Eddie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I but, totally get it. I totally yeah, he was, get it. He doesn't want to give, or he's not allowed to give his uh, personal number out, but boy, what a refreshing deal. And he says that there's going to be a dial tone on a given day in about a week at that house. If that's true, then uh, I'll praise him to the, to the skies. There's only one potential problem, though, Doug. Uh oh. <laughs> what? What is problem? They, they plug your your people over there. Plug in your phone, and they go. This is only supported with a crank telephone. Oh boy, I hope not. I hope that's <laughs> not the case. I've got a. I can, a, I can help you. With, I know. I know all about crank phones. Sure, there. you can tell me where to get that six volt battery. And- yeah, it's about the size of a. You know, it's about the size of a small uh, refrigerator. And it's six volts, and you have to get it from the phone company, and it's about $8 million. And it lasts, lasts what, six months uh, or so? uh, We used to, yeah, I'm thinking about six months. Well, I imagine uh, it wouldn't have lasted that long in my house when I was a kid because I had three sisters. So the phone was in use a whole lot. It would have been a monthly deal for you guys. Oh, absolutely. What's the star date today, by the way? Well, I can tell you what the star date was. Uh, Hold on, I'll tell you. Let me look it up. We know we need to know these things. I'm just telling you, it's important. So let me look up star date. I have a very special place I go, the star date calculator. And today, and it's actually from the Star Date Academy, or no, this STO Academy. I don't and know what today that is. is today is what? September No, no, Star Date. Don't think in terms of the old style calendar. Okay, that, here we that go. That was only I, good enough for the Romans. I got it totally here. So today's star date is. Let me see. Well, well I can tell not, you. That I can tell you what I think. Right. Yes, yesterday was four seven six three four point four four. That's what I was told yep. anyway. Yep. That was yesterday. Yeah, and it's tell, giving me the same star date for today. So um, hmm. that's interesting. Maybe so it goes from have, noon. Maybe it goes from noon to noon instead of well, midnight. Well, it could be to because you know it. You know we they definitely operate in a different way than they you know on star date out in the universe than they do normally. So I'll have to check on that. All right. So what what is today's date in in the real world? In the real world, it's September twelfth, the day after nine eleven. Uh, September twelfth, uh, twenty twenty three. Nope, it's giving me the same star date. So. The date, the date, the twenty-four hour cycle must shift over at a different time during the day. Well, I can see um, all the Star Trek geeks that got their Spock ears and all their their yeah. accoutrement together. I'm I can see them going back to their 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 closets in disappointment. They're not. They're they're, uh, pr- they're, they're probably really. They're, they're probably checking us out, Doug. Well, maybe so. All righty, moving on to Medicare. Let's talk Medicare. Well, I do have one more thing if you want to do it or do you want to wait? Sure. Nope. Do a thing. Do a thing. We haven't done stump the insurance expert for a while. Well, I say, I'll tell you what, I'll give, I haven't told you this, but I got a bonus set of minutes. Uh-huh. And we may, we may end up having another five minutes on the end here. And uh, we we can, 
that's one magnificent thing that's going to improve this podcast a lot. The other part of that equation is keeping the audience during those minutes. <laughs> okay, well, we're, I'm going to give you a really easy short one. Okay. Today, on today in 1959, what uh, happened? I turned 11. No, no, that wasn't. I was 11 on this day in 1959. Um, the Suez Canal opened. No, that's... <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. Yeah, that's a that's a very wide ranging question. I would need more specific specificity in order to even come close. It was the longest running western on Ooh, television. Gunsmoke. No. Gunsmoke. No. 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 Bonanza. Bonanza. Today on today in 1959, Bonanza premiered. Mm, but it, no, Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke longer. Twenty years. Go back well, to the research. I'm pretty sure your AI have, is lying to you. I'll have I'll have to go back and check that because I certainly wouldn't want to mislead anybody on the Medicare for the lazy man. Well, I'll be pretty excited if you come back with the gun smoke answer that I expect. But if it's Bonanza, that's not I don't think that's going to be right. I just out. OK, good. Find out. And let us know. I'm I'm the researcher. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And don't forget my connection to Gunsmoke. This is why I pay attention to Gunsmoke. I know, Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty's husband, one of her many husbands. Well, Miss Kitty, too. You, you've met Miss Kitty. I never met Miss Kitty. I went to her house, but her husband was there with a massive hangover, and he was pounding the booze to try to do, get some hair of the dog <laughs> to feel better. Well, Miss Kitty ran a bar, so that must have been good for him. I, I'm sure it was a match made in heaven. But yeah, she was I'm off. Sure it was. He was off filming the show, and uh, uh, this this guy, Jason Day, worked for our family business and sold insurance, and he had a huge week. And so uh, my cousin said, hey, kids, my brother and I piled us in his, his uh, I don't know what year it was, but a massive um, Chrysler Imperial convertible, and we yeah. drove out into the desert to the massive <laughs> modern ranch home of miss kitty and um, jason day congratulated him on his success and he said here kid have some garnets and he gave me a an envelope full of garnets uh and cool. he had a, that he did that with one hand his other hand was holding the ice bag on top of his head <laughs> well i'm glad i am really glad to know that real people back in the day like miss kitty's husband also got hangovers. Oh, they sure did. But he knew the proper um, cure, which was the hair of the dog. Yeah, so he hair and, of the dog. He and, he and my cousin, who was a, you know, probably a 35, 40-year-old man, um, shared a couple of cocktails. Fortunately, the, he, des the desert road was straight going back into town. And that he got to feel it better then? Uh, apparently so. Either that or <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he went off to bed. I, I really don't know. I was just a kid. <laughs> Well, is it time now to do some Medicare? We need to do some real work today. I'm going to go ahead and mute myself out, and you can kick it in when you Alrighty. feel like it, Mr. Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming close to that time of the year where all the Medicare Advantage people go completely berserk and uh, run wild through the streets trying to convince people that Medicare Advantage is the way to go. And I am hoping that you'll be able to muster the strength to to um, defend yourself from these people. But there is a lot of mania and weirdness that's going to happen. All of that really starts on 
the 15th of October, but they like to get a jump on it and start around the 1st of October. And then the ones who cheat, the ones who cannot follow the rules will be right now lining up all of their clients to try to pitch them on Medicare Advantage plans because they can't really sign them up until the 15th of October, but they want to get everybody, all their ducks in a row. So I just thought it's time to start discussing Medicare Advantage plans and why you might or might not want to consider a Medicare Advantage plan instead of a Medicare um, uh, Medicare uh, supplement plan like I recommend and like I sell. So I ran across an article and there was one paragraph that stuck out of this article that I thought I would share. It says, however, and I'll, all the stuff that went before um, isn't as important as this one paragraph. Only 44% of Medicare Advantage enrollees say that they fully understand their plan, with 68% of Medicare Advantage enrollees saying that certain details have caused confusion. Dental coverage was the most reported area of confusion, followed by out-of-pocket costs that they didn't expect, transportation to medical appointments that they were promised but not delivered, caregiver support services, home health services, and vision and hearing coverage. At least 20% of Medicare participants say they did not understand one or more of these plan elements. And what you will hear repeatedly when you see people like um, Joe Namath uh, during these TV ads, you'll hear promises that all of that stuff is provided to you and it's all free. And in the ads that we've seen up till now, every once in a while they say something like, uh, in your area, in your area, in your area. All of these Medicare Advantage plans with all of these promises of all these free benefits have a geographical component. And so if you don't live in the proper county or the proper zip code to uh, be offered the the benefits that they're talking about, then you don't get them. And when you fall prey to their, to their, uh, their lure, and you call the telephone number. All they're trying to get you to do is dial a phone number. And they put you in the hands of a, uh, I want to say skillful, but the term sleaze comes to mind too. They'll put you in the hands of a telephone salesman who will check your zip code and then sorrowfully tell you that you're not able to have all of the things that were promised. But here, here's an excellent thing that we've got just for you because your zip code is the only one in the world that gets this benefit. So I'm telling you, you will notice a pattern if you study these television ads uh, closely enough. You'll notice a pattern that they're trying to cover themselves by saying things like, in your area, uh, you may be qualified. Most people that aren't thinking are thinking of the uh, only of the what can I get for free stuff. And this is why my overriding um point of view is that Medicare Advantage plans have a unique ability to disappoint their clients. And this is why there's a huge frenzy every year at AEP, or what we call open enrollment. When uh, the October 15th date comes around, all that frenzy happens because so many people are dissatisfied with the Medicare Advantage crapola that they bought before, that they want to find a different Medicare Advantage plan that may not be so crappy and that's that's a lot of the activity that goes on many of them don't wind up changing plans uh 
because they can't find a plan that really offers any better advantages than the plan they uh, signed up for originally. But some people do. I think it's on the order of 7 to 10% of people wind up changing plans to something new that they uh, did not really have uh, an opportunity prior. And then they hope, they cross their fingers and they just hope that there won't be a problem with their new plan. And that, of course, uh, puts them into a whole other statistical uh, strata of the potential disappointment that could uh, happen to them. So uh, in in, um, judging Medicare Advantage uh, situation that's almost upon us, uh, here is an article that says, are you considering Medicare Advantage plans? Be wary of the promises as Medicare open enrollment, but that's not true. It's Medicare uh, AEP because there's a Medicare open enrollment the following uh, you know, January, February, and March. So it's really AEP as Medicare annual election period begins. Authorities are warning Medicare participants to be wary of uh, sometimes misleading and aggressive marketing tactics by some Medicare Advantage insurers that are seeking their business. Medicare Advantage is also known as Part C, which, as Randy has told you, is um, crapola. But uh, it allows Medicare enrollees to use private insurance plans as an alternative to traditional Medicare instead of what I sell, using private insurance plans as a supplement to Medicare. So the... um, Medicare Advantage plans typically limit enrollees to a network of providers, whereas traditional Medicare will cover the services from any provider in the U.S. who takes Medicare, and that's something on the order of 94% of them. So Medicare gives you freedom of choice. Medicare supplement gives you freedom of choice. Medicare Advantage limits your freedom of choice. So um, here are some of the some of the uh, things that Medicare Advantage plans. I'm going to shorten this because we're we're burning up a lot of Randy's uh, quarters on the time that we. Okay, here we go. Traditional Medicare outperformed Medicare Advantage on other measures such as receiving care in the highest rated hospitals for cancer care, or in the highest quality of skilled nursing facilities and home health agencies. Additionally, a somewhat smaller share of traditional Medicare beneficiaries than Medicare Advantage enrollees experienced cost-related problem, mainly due to lower rates of cost-related problems among traditional Medicare. That means more people covered by Medicare Advantage plans had trouble when they discovered that their their, uh, cost-sharing was so much higher with Medicare Advantage. They were expected to pay a lot of the bills out of their own pockets. Whereas when you have a Medicare supplement plan, a regular Medicare with a supplement plan, your cost sharing is very predictable and very manageable. And uh, see, this uh, person said there are just a lot of problems with the way Medicare Advantage has been marketed. If state regulators had the authority to regulate the television commercials we've seen, we would change them significantly. There's so much more to these Medicare Advantage plans that's not being conveyed to consumers. A big problem is if someone signs up for an inadequate plan, they won't know about it until they need coverage, and then it may be too late. People will also receive flyers in the mail that appear to be from a government agency when they're not. I guess this article is talking about some of the tricks that these Medicare Advantage plans use. 
Medicare Advantage plans limit doctors to those who are in their networks. Sometimes the beneficiaries will ask people pushing a particular plan if their doctor is part of the network, and they'll be told yes. But later they'll find out the doctor is not under contract with the network. Or they, and this is Doug talking here, they'll find out that the doctor may have been in the network but left the network. Your doctor can disenroll from that network anytime he wants to, and you can't do a thing about it. So in this article, uh, the next uh, major section is how to avoid being misled. The key is for people to educate themselves before enrolling in a Medicare Advantage plan. Get any promises in writing and confirm with your doctors that they're part of the plan's network. Each state has a State Health Insurance Assistance Program, or SHIP. That's the acronym for the State Health Insurance Program. That provides free help for people considering their Medicare options, including during AEP. And they they call that open enrollment. It runs from October 15th through December 7th. But if you get locked into a Medicare Advantage plan, you want to change. You do have a chance to address that as there's a second open enrollment, and that's actually called open enrollment, from January 1st through March 31st. You get one chance during that three months to change your Medicare Advantage plan. If you switch from a Medigap plan to a Medicare Advantage plan, you may have trouble re-enrolling in Medigap or Medicare Supplement. And the reason is that you'll probably have to show evidence of good health. So that was uh, about a 20-page article I just summarized in a very short period of time. But it is indicative of the kind of problems that get created every year starting October 15th. And uh, we're sneaking up on it right now. Randy, uh, I hate to share the bad news, but AEP People are going to be hearing that way too often, AEP yes, and open enrollment. I agree. I would like to just mention to the audience that I am responsible at Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast for dreaming up acronyms. So don't forget, leading into this particular period of the year for open enrollment or whatever you know it by, that I have come up with an acronym for Medicare Advantage plans called Medicrap. Don't get Medicrap, get Medigap, which is a supplement <laughs> plan, okay? That's fantastic. That is fantastic. That is that is uh, possibly something that we should put on all of our advertising. You know, the I banner so. the banners that we have, the airplanes uh flying, you know, dragging yes. them up and yes. down the beach. I think but so. How big a banner would we need for that? How oh, big a plane well, would we need to pull that banner? If you were going to tag on to the end all the misconceptions and lies and half-truths that the Medicrap people tell you, we'll need a long banner. Well, that's the beauty of your acronym. It can be fit in a very short, uh, relatively short banner. I think we ought to consider uh, an expense item on the next, yeah. uh, the yeah, next, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, whatever we have for accounting purposes. And uh, maybe cut a check to pay for that this summer. Perfect. Ooh, summer's do. almost gone. We got to catch the warm areas of the country where people are still out on the beaches. That's right. That's right. Well, you know something? Even though I had a few extra pennies to spend today on airtime, it's all gone. Mm. I need to land the plane, bring the ship into the dock or the bus into the station, however you're looking at this. But before I do, there's a couple things I always like to take care of. One is don't disappoint Doug. Send him email. 
Lots of email, dbj at mlmmailbag.com. That's dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Doug is licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at medicareforthelazyman.com. We would also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on the podcast and the books. We we certainly appreciate it, and we always need them because, you know, it's all about numbers in today's world. Last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You could have been 100 different places, and you weren't. You chose to spend a few minutes with us on Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast, and we certainly appreciate it. But if you weren't tracking on your watch, we have spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the original guy, anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma. No more. He's living in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona. And today I'm going to clock him in in his fortress of solitude at about 5,000 feet. Ooh, toasty warm. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be hoping for your attendance on our next session. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.